Symphony Saunders. Brisbane. Mm. War Machine. Uh, here it here it comes again. Kentucky. Gracias. Christopher Howard Wolf. Uh, um, Suck it, guys. I win. <laughs> it wasn't a contest, but I won. <laughs> um, American McGee. American Males. <laughs> if you see him coming, better run for cover. Thank you, Alan. Don't say American Males around me is the thing we've learned today. Um, <laughs> uh, Serenity Rain. Teller. <laughs> <laughs> um, Maverick. Jason Specter. Did I do um? Did I do Teller? You just now. <laughs> you, you just now did Teller. Okay, Pin Gillette. <laughs> also BJ Pin and also Sean Pin. Hmm. Uh, River. River Song. Thomas Loco. Sean Combs. Jeffrey Combs. Jeffrey Combs, take me home. <laughs> Your name is Combs. I have a comb. <laughs> comb my hair. Take a nap. Reanimate my the dead. With you, Comb. <laughs> he, fun fact, Jeffrey Combs was in Reanimator and also played, voiced a Scarecrow in the Batman animated series. And now I have to name uh, my counterpart in uh, elementary school, Alan Funk. <laughs> I was uh, so jealous of that kid. That's not that's that's pretty that's pretty legit. I gotta hand it to you. That's a good one. Um, Harry Funk. Harry Funk. That's a good one. I should have taken the money. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, out of news. blanket Jackson. Ooh, that's a that's a good one. <laughs> now I realize it's, that's a weak link because that's involving a celebrity. But yeah, then again, I it, did also it, use I did also use American McGee, not a celebrity, but you know. By that same token, uh, Apple, whatever their last name is, it's not Paltrow. That's a, that's their mom. <laughs> oh. Uh. I think it's Gwyneth Paltrow that has a kid named Apple. I think so. You know uh, what? Have you have you got? No, you go. No, no, no. Go ahead. Have you guys seen the show um, Mother Up? No. It was like a Hulu exclusive, and it's hella good. But like, no one, no one uh, ever saw the show, and the people that did hated it, even though the show is excellent and hilarious. I have. It's it's about a uh, um, record executive mother who has to start taking care of her own kids and her just being a terrible mother. It's, it's really funny. That sounds mm. legit. You know, for, for this next category, for the, to continue with this, this theme, though, I might need to, to phone a friend. Uh, hey, Kayla. Yeah. Hi. Oh, wow. She's, like, right here in the room with me. Kayla, mm. what were the names of those three uh, girls that had really weird names? Oh, oh, uh, that uh, uh, Maverick... Avalon and Daytona. <laughs> um, so all so all cars then. They're all cars. Yeah. 
Uh, their which, their which their parent pretty, didn't happen to be a yeah. His, their dad was a car salesman. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> and then he sold his children. I've also known. <laughs> I I also know two girls whose parents were very big history fans. Lexington and Parliament was. Parliament. <laughs> yeah. Lexington's actually kind of badass. She, uh, she was nicknamed Parley for short. I Par Parley I, Quinn. Please tell me your last name was Quinn. No. Damn. Parley Ray Jepson. <laughs> Thank you. Kayla. I, I'm a 30 year old man. If I ever ran into a child, even named Parliament, I would demand their lunch money. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, any more names that are things? Uh, Johnny Bench. Mm. I'm out. Okay, that's fine. Uh, welcome to Underthing Analysis, uh, the show where we try so hard and got so far, but in the end, it doesn't even we matter. We drove in silence. <laughs> <laughs> but in the end, it gets mixed with the Doobie Brothers and makes a pretty kick-ass song, actually. Uh, I'm David. I'm Alan. And I'm, we're going to go with Brandon, because then it just sounds, it, so, it sounds so weird that you guys have, like, name names, and then I'm dead pallid. <laughs> We can't all have cool, edgy nicknames. No, no. <laughs> um, I mean, that's for... It's all good. Uh, we, we pretty much use your, your title and your name interchangeably on this show, so that makes it, makes it more unique. We, I, we could always... I mean, we could always call Alan Ignis, but that wouldn't make... Iggy. Iggy Purdy. Someone on my Patreon has not listened to UCA and has just heard my stuff. <laughs> and they they call me Iggy, and they called me Iggy in my messages to me. Really? Yeah. Hey, Iggy. <laughs> oh, so you're my favorite Koopaling now, too. Ig Iggy is a pretty solid choice. Yeah. Oh, speaking you know, speaking of artists named after things, like, uh, did you see the, the announcement for the Splatoon 2 Octoling expansion pack? No. Yeah, I did. Oh my god! You guys have switches, so like I watched, I watched Nintendo Direct Live today. So yeah. So they they're introducing a new DLC that looks a hell of a lot like Let It Die. It's really weird, but uh, you play as an octoling as opposed to a squidling, and uh, there the the squidling's name is uh, the the octoling's name is Agent Eight because eight as an octopus and the DLC is coming in 2018. Wow. And so, because uh, they're, they're introducing uh, this new Octoling, they have, like, an image of uh, Pearl and Marina in, the, in this train station, in this train, and they're dressed up like... Uh, uh, Pearl's dressed up like Biggie, and Marina's dressed up like Tupac. <laughs> so Pearl has Biggie's crown on and Biggie's chain, and Marina has uh, Tupac's headband tied the way that Tupac tied his headband. And, he, and she has his chain, too, and it's just like, yes, everything, yes. Nintendo knows what's up, dude. That's awesome. And they announced um, um, Squidling going to be in Smash Bros. 2018. Oh, yeah. really? Yes. Yeah, so if you're not interested in fighting games... <laughs> <laughs> like me. Uh, also, uh, Link is going to be Breath of the Wild Link. Oh, I figured. Yeah. So... Trap Link Fishfucker confirmed for Smash Bros. <laughs> can, Aquatic Mammal Intercourse can, Edition. Can you put trap? Can you put Link in the Gerudo outfit? That's the thing I care about the most. That's the question. Yeah. 
You'd better be able to. <laughs> I, uh, hey, can you, you just have you, them be naked? If you throw open a, a Pokeball... Well, you know, they, you can make Shulk naked, in, um, or at least in his in his board shorts or whatever in the in, original Smash in, uh, Brothers. So why can't you do that to Link? I mean, you should. Uh, you, you can make him completely naked in Source Filmmaker. Oh. You can put anything in Source Filmmaker, though. We can put anything we want in Undercooked Analysis. That's true. Maybe... Maybe we should put some story into it. Yeah, because we've been doing this forever. Uh, we are halfway through part three of Baraska, uh, picking up where we left off uh, to sort of recap briefly. Um, Kimber has gone missing, and uh, everybody suspects foul play. Well, not everybody. Mostly uh, Kyle and Sam, our narrator. Um, and uh, it, I think the, we think the sheriff's department is involved. Uh, clearly there's some... fuck shit going on so let's find out what's happening shall we we drove in silence both of us trying desperately to get a hold of ourselves if we were going to be of any help to kimber we needed to be calm enough to think logically i parked in the space next to the trailhead and saw several bikes tied to the post as we made our way up the west rim prescott oil or oil oil, the west rim prescott oil oil, fuck there it is again (laughs) rim prescott or trail. At least it doesn't have a head on it this time. We passed Parker and a couple of his friends coming down it. Hey, we haven't seen Parker in a while. Hey, Parker. Parker. <laughs> do you think do you think fart is still carved into the <laughs> the floor of the treehouse? Boy, I hope so. <laughs> I nodded to him, but Kyle said nothing. Just stared up the trail, reaching for the only place he knew to go. It was almost dark by the time we got to Ambercott, and there was little light left to search for wherever Kyle hoped to find. For whatever Kyle hoped to find. It took half an hour in the darkness before I finally convinced Kyle that there was nothing here to help Kimber. Uh, it's going down. Mm-hmm. I'm yelling, Kimber. <laughs> Re-Kimber. <laughs> Did you begin what Baraska with... say? <laughs> <laughs> and though we didn't speak of it, I knew that he and I were both painfully aware of all the sounds of the night. We were scared, terrified down to our very bones, that we would hear the piercing, scraping, grinding, and metal screams of the monster at Baraska that we'd but become so accustomed to over the years. We both dreaded it, prayed it would not come, and we did not speak of it. I dropped Kyle at home and promised uh, we would find Kimber tomorrow. I swore we would. He gave me nothing more than a shallow nod and disappeared inside his house. My dad was waiting for me in the kitchen when I got home a few minutes later. I didn't look at him and walked over to the fridge, realizing I hadn't eaten all day. Sammy, sit down. I want to apologize for today. My dad had become Southern. (laughs) You said that wrong. Oh, yeah. My dad had become so <laughs> <laughs> I took out some chicken and cheese and went to the pantry for bread. Mm-mm-mm. Chicken and cheese. <laughs> I know you're scared. I know that a lot of a lot has been going on this that you can't exactly relate to. He sighed. And Anne had been depressed a good long while, Sam, over twenty years. That'll weigh on a person. I ignored him and continued making my sandwich. I was dying inside, wondering if I could... <laughs> Nothing more depressing than making a sandwich. I'm sorry, but those two statements was 
inside each other are hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Christ. Alan, Alan, have I ever told you before that your laughter is like manna from heaven? <laughs> I ignored him and continued making my sandwich. I was dying inside. Crawling in my sandwich. sandwich. Crawling in this Reuben. <laughs> this BLT won't heal. I was dying inside, wondering if I could ever trust the man I'd call my dad. I'd called my dad my entire life. The man I'd called my dad. <laughs> she was suffering, Sam. Suffering, Sam. <laughs> suffering, succotash. Join the Roman Empire. <laughs> Rag a cracking varmint. And sometimes people who suffer that suffer that deeply don't know of any other way out. She knew her depression was hurting her husband and her daughter, and maybe she mistakenly thought she was doing them a favor. Mom's depressed, I said, without taking my eyes from my task. He sighed. Your mother is coping okay, and this was very different, Sam. Kimber's mom has been depressed since she was in her 20s, early in her marriage, and suffered multiple miscarriages. Infertility can be hard on some couples, and not even Kimber's birth could totally ease her pain. That's a, you know, I, I often talk about what kind of horror I'd like to see, which is real horror. And that's something that, that really does mess with a lot of people and changes their perception of the world when they go through uh, a miscarriage. Mm -hmm. um, you, you get... You gotta think you're changing your entire lifestyle to accommodate for another life that is going to be entirely dependent on you. And when you get those, it, it's not even necessarily about hopes and dreams. It's just like your perception is now shifted to that. And when you lose that perception, when it when it becomes reality that uh, there's a miscarriage, that is like the next 18 years plan that you had is crumbled and that's just going to devastate you, you know? Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. it rings true, especially here. Like I, I get what he's, you know, I get what he's saying too. And, uh, oh. it's another and, <clears throat> story. And, and, and some people but, will, will be able to move on, you know, right. but, um, and some or people they might could, play could, into Alan's theory huh? or they, yeah, or they yeah, might yes, play into Alan's yes. theory. Some people will be able to move on easier than others, but uh, it's completely understandable if that messes with someone for a good while. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> um, uh, 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 joke, joke about dicks. Um, <laughs> sorry. It got too heavy. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, that's what happened. It says dick was just too big that it caused a miscarriage. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> is that the joke you were looking for, Alan? Is Anaconda dope? <laughs> Anaconda baby eater. Anaconda baby eater. Jesus Christ. Dad, with all due respect. <laughs> I'm tired Dad, of Dad, with all due respect, my Anaconda don't want none. <laughs>
You want to call me dad? Call one nine hundred mix a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired and I'm going to bed. Kyle and I are getting up early to look for Kimber. Show me the way to go home. I'm tired and I want to go to bed. I threw the knife in the sink with a loud clang. I looked, turned to look at my dad for the first time. Please tell me you're still trying to find Kimber. The sheriff stood up from the kitchen table, as looking as tired and disheveled as I felt. I promised Sammy, and I finally believed him. The next morning, when I pulled out, when I pulled up to Kyle's, uh, Kyle's house, Parker came out to meet me. Uh, hey, Parker! I said when I rolled down the window and cool morning air wafted in. Hey, Parker. Hey, Parker. What's going on, Maine? Parker, I need pictures of Spider-Man on my desk pronto. <laughs> Don't you mean Spider-Man? Spider-Man? <laughs> no, that's going to scare away all my viewers. <laughs> I want Spider-Man, not Spider-Man. <laughs> Are you crazy, Parker? Thanks. Uh, sorry. Uh, Kyle's not here. He left around five. Stole my dad's truck. He's pissed, so you'd better go. Thanks, Kyle's man. Kyle's not here, man. Thanks, man. I said, when, and then I rolled up, like, what up, I got a big car. Then I rolled up the window and took off down the street. I drove around all morning looking for Kyle and calling his cell, but he didn't pick up until around noon. He had just pulled out of society. <laughs> the return of pull-out King Kyle. <laughs> pull-out pull out uh, King Kyle is such a good phrase. Don't thank me. Thank our uh, thank our uh, our listeners for that one. There was a comment left with that, or something akin to that. Uh, so one during one of my live streams of LSD, I came up with a freestyle on the spot uh, that was like walking to the club, like what up? I got a peacock, but all of my <laughs> line all of my lines rhymed the word peacock with peacock. Because then the entire song became, like, people in the club concerned that I brought a peacock inside. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the club, like, like, what up, I got a peacock. Everyone's concerned because inside I brought a peacock. Ice on the fringe, it's so damn frosty. People like, damn, that guy brought in a peacock. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, take, do, you take it on, do you take it on planes? Is it your comfort peacock? <laughs> comfort peacock. I just pictured the whole thing now of just a music video with Macklemore, but the entire time he's got a peacock under his arm. <laughs> you, you know that was a thing, though. Like, recently there was yeah, a, yeah, a, no, an emotional support peacock. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, emotional, the emotional support peacock. What I a plane. Play, I used to play bass for emotional support peacock. <laughs> Um, sorry, Mang. Is that where we are? Yeah. Sorry, Mang. I couldn't sleep. Kyle sounded a bit more stable than yesterday. That's cool. Where are you at? Where are you at? He's got he's got that Boost Mobile. Where are you at, dog? Where are you at, dog? Where are you at? The whole city behind us. Look, you can tell Boost Mobile is for you, inner city people, because all the people in our ads are black. Do you want to buy the phone now? No. <laughs> Boost Mobile is still failing really bad. <laughs> <laughs> we get black people because we say, you know, where you at? Um, I don't know exactly. A rare spot where I'm getting service. So it's definitely not a Booz Mobile customer. <laughs> no. Because <laughs> you get service nowhere with Booz Mobile. 
Oh my god, I just explained Alan's joke. Okay. Good job. <laughs> Good job, Brandon. It's funny, because the thing that Alan said... <laughs> Alan said a thing. It You're was funny. You in the woods? You in the woods? Yeah, she's out here. She's out here, Sam. Somewhere in these mountains. I could feel it. I know it. I, I like this uh, this conversation here. It's like, yeah, she's out here saying, shit, bring her back! Uh, no, no, no. She's somewhere in the mountains. I can feel it. It's like, dude, dude, you got my hopes up. Uh, All right. Well, uh, well, let me meet you there. Well, let me meet you there. Well, let me meet you there. Okay. Okay. Just come down to the West Rim Trail and I'll meet you there. <laughs> I was only five minutes away, so I arrived before Kyle had time to get down the mountain. Mr. Landy's red Dodge Ram was parked haphazardly in a no-parking zone, and I figured it would probably be towed by the time we got back. I doubted Kyle cared at this point, though. Yeah, I think we should take a break, though, and analyze what's really going on in this story. So we have a lot of stuff to unpack here, and I think no one is better equipped to tackle this subject Oh, then Graham Graham. Don't say it. So, oh, God. So, uh, um, Graham Graham. She's still there. Don't, 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 the, the, the table saw, don't, don't use it to cut Abraham's baby in half. What? <laughs> Graham? No, Graham Graham! Oh, it man. Just, it was just a test by God. Ah. Uh, <laughs> there is baby everywhere. <laughs> Did I mention Graham Graham's a Satanist? Did I mention that we have hit. Wait, or have we done dead baby jokes yeah, on this we, podcast before? Oh my god, we're <laughs> the dead baby cast. Oh god. <laughs> oh man, well, Graham, that, that well, was, by the time, was... here's the thing, by the time we go to hell, at least Graham Graham will be there waiting for us. Hang on, wait a second, wait. There it was. Uh, that was the podcast hitting rock bottom. <laughs> I thought you were going to say that's the dead baby hitting the table, but okay. <laughs> god damn it. Guys, sensitive material is in this story. <laughs> if if we take it all seriously, it's going to be more dour and depressing. Might as well throw a good good old dead baby joke in there somewhere. I mean, this podcast is already a miscarriage Ooh. enough as it is. So, I I am a little bit frustrated with Graham Graham. Graham Graham, for real, can you please get your mind on? No, no, no! Don't stab that ice breathing dragon with a Confederate flagpole. You know what? That was a that was actually pretty impressive. That was a move worthy of uh, oh fuck that one dark elf that everybody likes, Drist. Yeah, I think that deserves a golf clap. I have no idea where she got a Confederate flag from. Well, She's lived just... here in the in the north her whole life. So, so there's a joke that I came up with, and the you ever like come up with a joke and like instantly go, okay, there's no way I'm the first person to come up with that joke. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I've done that with horror stories where I'm like, remember Big? I was like, guy in a, in a, uh, in a Yeti, in a, in a Bigfoot suit gets shot trying to make fake footage that's totally been a horror story. What? No one's wrote that? Shit. <laughs> Capitalized. <laughs> well, well, like, the, the one, the one thing that I wrote in my head and was like, there's no way no one, no one else has told this before was I, I was thinking of the term miscarriage of justice. Oh, boy. And, like, the first thing I thought of when I heard the term miscarriage of justice is, like, someone going back in time and scaring Hitler's mom <laughs> before, he, before he was born. 
Uh, is, so it, is it my turn? I think it is. <laughs> I cross my arms and hope to die. I cross my arms and leaned against the, my car, at my car, as I waited for him, <laughs> st- staring up at the dirty red trail with impatience. When Kyle finally showed half an hour later, he was covered in sweat and dirt and dejection. That's a lot of crap to be covered in, dude. Yeah. I used so, to play bass sweat, dirt, and dejection. <laughs> They're like so, earth, wind, and fire, but metal as shit. Yeah. So, I said, a needle-pulling thread? Uh, pushing up off the car. Uh, no, nothing, man. All right. Well, let's keep searching. Now, I need you to say it um, happier and with your mouth your open. Mouth open. <laughs> throw throw yeah. all that out. Throw all that out. Way, way, way more happy with your mouth just completely open. <laughs> okay, I got this. Um, we hiked miles and miles out of the that day, but we didn't learn any signs of human life. No, I'm not. Okay. <laughs> oh, my Lord. I could tell what you were saying because I was reading along. <laughs> yes. Um, we hiked miles and miles of the mountain that day. But we didn't find any sign of human life. And for the next few days, if the sun was out, so were we. I'm, I'm, starting, I'm starting to realize, just like Mom's Spaghetti, we can do it with anything. We hiked miles and miles, like, what up, I got a big... It fits with everything. What <laughs> up, <laughs> I got a peacock. Kyle was growing more and more desperate, crossing onto private property to look for logging equipment and mapping out the country's many mines to search the abandoned buildings. But the mountain was big and the needle buried deep in the haystack. And as the days slipped away, so did Kyle's sanity. Kyle's sanity meter is low. This is uh, Kyle's character arc. Because he is committed to this. He is so committed. And that's what it takes. It takes looking for Kimber for Kyle to stop pulling out. Oof. There's no pulling out of this one. Kyle is... <laughs> Kyle, is de- Kyle is filled with determination. Every time I saw my Sticking dad... Sticking it in deep. <laughs> every time I saw my dad, he would give me a sober look and promise me... I didn't know he looked like Sober Dwarf. He would give me a sober look and promise me that they were still looking. It seemed to me that even he was growing concerned. The Destaro house remained as cold and empty as the space between the stars above it. Oh shit, it's turned into a Lovecraftian dwelling. Every time I hear Destaro, it sounds like the most anime name you could possibly fucking imagine. And I still think Destro. And that it's just a whole family of people wearing uh, wearing, uh, metal helmets. (laughs) Fighting to save the day. On was the eleventh. On was the eleventh night of our Kimberless existence. I should that be on what was? Yeah. Or on the, or on the eleventh. I don't know if that was should be there. Yeah, it's a little confusing. On what was the eleventh night of our Kimberless existence? I awoke out of a troubled sleep by a piercing, whirring, screeching sound of death at Boraska. I cried to myself back to sleep to the tortured sound of Kyle's Kyle own agony next door. Should be should be Kyle's own agony next yeah. door. Yeah. We failed her. Kimber was dead. Wait, that's it? For, for we finished the part. What? 
thought there was way more. I guess. Is this a, there was You know, part three is, I, I think, considerably shorter than the other parts of the story we've hit so far. Mm-hmm. Apparently so. Yeah. Um, wow. That sucks. I liked Kimber. Hmm. And it, if you're hearing this, uh, there there was a lot of dead space about what we needed to cut out. So we just abo- we basically aborted half of this podcast. Uh-huh. Oh, <laughs> how much there was. Uh, yeah. This is you know I, I gotta say this, despite the the shortness and the jokes and everything, like um, I mean story. Yep, story's still working, and that's a that's that is you. I kind of get the the gut punch going on here with this is it like. For these characters, you got to imagine they're like, we have no idea what happened to Kimber, and if this is really the sound of, you know, the end of people for whatever's going on, disposing of people, then the odds are pretty good that this is the last anyone's going to see of Kimber. Um, we've been built up. The story's trying to build up so we really get to know these characters, and um, I think that makes it meaningful when this happens. Nothing can be said for certain yet, but I mean, how, how are you guys feeling about this? Simple and clean is the way that you... Yeah, this is... um, It is... I do like that they have connected that the weird sounds coming from Baraska uh, are related to Kimber dying. Mm-hmm. Um, st- still unsure of like how to process this information. Apparently, Alan is just much more of an intuitive reader to where he can figure this stuff out before I can. I... Playing, doing a play-by-play, just uh, I, I get parts of where he's going, and I'm sure he's right, but I, I don't see all of it, honestly. It's making um, me feel stupid. Again, I keep I, I, I have to be careful with what I say. I don't want to lead anyone in any particular direction. Um, so it makes it harder. I just, like, I have to... It's almost like I'm... You know, maybe we should ask someone who doesn't know what's going on besides you and Alan. Hey, Graham Graham, since you happen to be around... Oh, hey, when did Graham Graham get her master's degree? Wow, she, you know, there she is, going up to the podium, getting her degree. Well, that's, that's nice for a change. Ah, yeah. Oh, it's a writing degree. It's English? <laughs> oh, no, Graham Graham. I can oh. tell you that's a bad idea. I know, because I did that. You're that old did... enough, that's four years of your life wasted. You know, Graham, Graham, Graham Graham's lived a long... Oh, and, uh, oh, oh no, no, also... no, 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 no. No, you know what? It's an honorary degree. That's what's happening. Oh, okay. Yeah, the dean just mentioned it. Okay, so... Yeah. And also, also, she just spontaneously combusted. <laughs> you know, I think that's pro- the whole reason they invited her to the graduation, was just to liven it up. Like, honestly, yeah. the fact that her cap and gown aren't, aren't burning, but she is, is pretty impressive. Oh, and she's cartwheeling. Damn, Graham Graham, you sell it. She just reformed and cartwheeled. That's impressive. Oh, here comes her speech. You can't hear it from here, but based her, since her speech is mostly her spinning pyrotechnics in the air. It's pretty impressive. Before, she, uh, sounds like, she sounds like Baraska. The whole, <laughs> the whole first two rows are covered in gram-gram particles and are on fire. <laughs> gram-gram splash zone. <laughs> yes. No one put up the Grand Grand Slash There was there was supposed to they were supposed to get like the garbage bags out there like Gallagher. Um, <laughs> but no one thought to do that. Um, uh, I can't I can't tell if Graham Graham just has a really short attention span. 
Or Framgram's got it all figured out and has just gotten bored with us and is off doing her own thing all the time. I think she has, like, a superhumanly short attention span. <laughs> she just, like, she just no-sold exploding. <laughs> she hasn't doused herself yet, which is impressive. You know, when you're spontaneously combust, generally you burn out. But she seems okay. Yeah. Brandon, your Framgram has, like, I've said it before, I'll say it again. She's... Her longevity, like, continues to impress me. She's a resilient old bitch, what can I say? That's <laughs> true. Um, Alan, where do we stand on your uh, on your theory right now? Um, I'm 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 still pretty confident in it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, uh, like I said, I'm, com- there, I'm, confi- I'm confident in my theory, which is that whatever Alan says is probably right. Cool. I'm confident in my theory that by the end of this, MatPat is inexplicably going to pop up and tell us how it was all just a theory. Here's what I got so far. If if I'm if I'm applying. Hey guys. Hey guys. Hey guys. Oh, hey, guys I... hey guys. Hey guys. Uh, <laughs> just just a theory. Hear me here's, out. Does here's... life begin at conception? <laughs> here's here's how what we found out uh, in this entry matches up with my theory. Okay. Uh, I think yes, these girls are being taken to be bred because something got uh, when they did that thing and stuff got in the water uh it led to like mass infertility um with the women so i think uh fertile girl fertile women are being taken uh fertile and young girls to to be bred essentially and given to the all the infertile couples in the town and uh i think i don't think kimber was taken for this um, my theory is that her mom told her, and that's what was in the letter, and she got the fuck out of town. Or they just killed her. Wait, so if they're trying to replace all the, you know, people who are infertile, and then they're kidnapping girls, raping them, and then killing them, you haven't replaced, you, you've just replaced the one person, unless you're having, like, twins... Uh, you know the other the other the other thing too is that I like you know I don't think, this seems like a problem think, you could easily solve by saying hey I don't I don't think they're killing the women immediately after they give them a baby though I think they're being kept somewhere and being bred okay. over and over and over again. Then why is Kimber dead? Why are they thinking that Kimber's dead? Uh, why are they thinking that Kimber's dead? Yes. Uh, because they equate what the Thresher machine to just people dying now. Do you think that that's incorrect? Uh, I don't think it's incorrect. Uh, Do you have a theory about what the what the noise is actually supposed to be at this point? Um, I think yes, that's all right. Um, hmm. Well, okay. What do they do with women when they're done with them? When they can't pump out babies anymore or whatever? I think that's what goes into the machine. Mm. That's got that's that's got to be a production though. And I'm trying to figure out why it would be a production. Why you couldn't just be like, here's my gun, bang. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, that would leave evidence, though, wouldn't it? But uh, again, if you're, if you're so, in a secret... So would an eviscerated body. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, then, you know, the other thing, too, is like, uh, so Kayla's been listening, and uh, she was saying saying she's kind of, she's on board with the theory that, that you are, Alan. And I, and I was like, and, and I was like, well, yeah, but then, like, 
and then I thought about this too as I as I've been rereading it, going like, if that's the case, why wouldn't they just go like, hey, we're infertile, let's go do this through more like legitimate means, you know? And then Caleb pointed out, well, it is the Ozarks, right? <laughs> that's all you need. Which is like, oh man, you know, that's that's another that's another level of like, hmm. I didn't know how to take that, but yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know that that excuse is enough to not not just like justify the care like morally or whatever. Like I don't. I mean, like obviously. I mean, like uh, I don't know that it's enough that people would justify kidnapping, raping, and then murdering people. Well, what if it's a like a power grab situation? Like um, they keep talking about the Prescotts. And, what, like, what, how would the Prescotts benefit from that? It's a good question. That's what I'm, and even like the Prescotts just to... benefit from serial rape dungeon. I don't know. And where does the skin men play into this? I'm and the shiny yeah. gentleman. The skin men and the shiny gentleman are like my theory has nothing for that yet. Um, well, I, I, think, I like to think that it's a thing where they're fighting each other. <laughs> where there is an ancient war between the shiny gentleman and the skinned men. <laughs> it's just the, the shiny, the skinned men want, want skin, and the shiny gentlemen are like, ha you will not have any skin today! And they, I, and they I, all I, look I, like, uh, what's what's the name of that Street Fighter character that oils himself up? Oh, oh uh, 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 the Turkish oil wrestler. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not Googling it. <laughs> uh, even before I finish googling it, it's like Hakan or something, right? Hakan, Hakan, yeah, yeah. It's like it's like a bunch of people who look like Hakan versus a, a bunch of uh, Slendermen, but the Slendermen are just things are are just meat instead. Oof. Meat Slenderman. Meat Slenderman. Meet Jason Funderburger as Slenderman. <laughs> That's pretty. I like that. That was very good. <laughs> um. And, I, and, and to me, it made perfect sense. Wirt knew. He just always knew. That's why he was in, so intimidated by Jason Funderburger. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I like this theory. This is a much more pleasant theory. It's just that there's an ancient war between the skin men and the shiny gentlemen. Uh, everybody in this town is just caught up in the crossfire. And the triple tree is what they're fighting over. There you go. Crossfire. You'll get caught up, up in the... I, I, crossfire. I really wish we really were in When you see that. them run... <laughs> Crossfire! 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 You'll get caught up in it. Okay, guys. Uh, Should we plug our Patreon? Let's plug our Patreon. We haven't done that in a while. Hey, guys. We have a Patreon. For those of you who don't know, we do. It's for both this show and the show that it spawned from, Midnight Marinara. Now, obviously, Midnight Marinara is a show that takes love, care, precision, and time, but... Obviously, and this show is just a portion. <laughs> this show is a miscarriage. <laughs> um, but we, it is, it does get produced on a regular basis, and part of the reason we have been able to keep doing this on a regular basis and supplement the time to do it is because of donations from people on Patreon, which we really appreciate. And um, I do have uh, the big, big list of patrons that I would like to thank, but maybe we should talk a bit about the thing first. I will say... We just actually recently, once again, hit our goal 
of of uh, being able to do uh, live streams more regularly again. So now that we've hit that, we're going to start working on doing that on a regular basis. And actually, I kind of want to know, I'm going to put this to the patrons specifically, uh, what kind of live streams do you want us to do? Do you want us to do more story reads or do you want us to do something different? I know that I'm kind of interested in maybe running a online tabletop RPG for these two and maybe a few of the other regulars. What do you guys think about that idea? I like that idea. Yes. I also... I also, in the future, am going to walk out of my apartment and, like, my neighbors are going to give me a dirty look and I'm going to be like, I wonder what that's about. Oh, yeah, Crossfire. <laughs> <laughs> well, you get caught up in the moment. Yeah, I, I, get caught, I got caught up in the Crossfire. Didn't we all? Did anyone, any, did, wait, show hands, did anyone here actually buy that game or do we just remember how kick-ass the Dude, commercial was? I sure as shit bought the game. It is so. I, that was so fun. I played it at a friend's place, and yes, it was fun as shit. I never had it, and I never if got you, to play it. If you can consider that a board game, that is hands down my favorite board game. <laughs> eBay. I bought it on eBay. And then, and then a close second would be uh, Catan, Settlers of Catan. Oh, Settlers of Catan is great. It's like uh, that is. One of my dad's favorite games, actually. Like, when we introduced it to him, and he loves playing Catan. He, um, he had a Catan of fun. Ah, uh, he had a, a ton of fun with that Katana. Okay, enough of us uh, getting distracted. Time for us to talk about Totally Spy Foos. I got oh. uh, my notes here. Uh, oh, good, Alan, good, you good. got your notes? Uh, yep, uh, I got mine pulled up. All right, uh, uh, David, you ready to uh, start us off? Yeah. Uh, about that. What? 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 So, um, so remember how I had to move out of my apartment due to excessive water damage? Yeah. Dude, no. Oh, god damn it, dude. I kinda lost them in the flood. No! To all who come to this happy podcast, welcome. And amusings are your musings. Here age relives fond memories of the past. And here youth may savor the challenge and promise of the future. Hi, I'm David. And I'm Kayla. And if it wasn't readily apparent from that, we're huge nerds about Disney. That's why we're doing the Animusings Podcast. Once a month, we'll sit down and talk about a film in detail from the Walt Disney Animation Studios filmography, covering them in chronological order, from Snow White to Moana and beyond. To Moana and beyond! Sweetie, we're not doing Pixar yet. We'll do that after. And that's going to be a long time coming. Anyway, if that sounds up your alley, come join Kayla and I, and maybe a guest or two, as we explore the Disney animated canon, film by film. With the hope that it'll be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. Ooh, nicely said. Don't thank me. Thank Walt. This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com.